Welcome to Visual Glitch, your favorite gaming podcast. I'm your host, The Watson Project, and I want to thank you for turning in to today's broadcast. Before we begin, make sure you check out our sponsors that make this thing happen. Mastered Gaming for the best and cheapest gaming accessories on the market, and also SpeedyCoin, a fast and legal way to earn your free gift cards that you can use on your everyday purchases. With the formalities out of the way, let's begin. And I know this is our first episode ever, so I wanted to bring in, uh, you know, I wanted to bring in someone that... I really thought knew a lot about the Call of Duty community for some for some reason. Um, but <laughs> since my my most popular video on my YouTube channel is about me protecting Call of Duty, and I think I got hate comments for three straight weeks on it. So we're gonna talk about Call of Duty today, and I brought in the CEO of Men Gaming himself, Coco. What's up? All right, so basically what we're going to be doing today is I just want to talk about the future of Call of Duty, especially since Black Ops 4 had such hyped expectations for the game. And uh, if you want to admit it or not, you definitely can tell that um, it didn't live up to its hype, didn't live up to its expectations. But it it's still a good game, but the community is not the biggest fan. And I wanted to talk about today what... Call of Duty can do in the future um, to bring that fan base back, especially with all the like little leaks we're kind of seeing right now on Twitter. Um, we're pretty positive that MW4 is going to be the next game. Like, I, I don't know. If, yeah, that's kind of the opinion everyone's having. I think it's what people want. Yeah, I think they need to. I mean, if they do something like Ghost 2, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. be a straight meme. I, yeah. But... <laughs> I, I think the Modern Warfare series overall has had such a great, like, kind of run. Everybody's, like, thought of those as, like, the very best games. And so yeah. I think that people are really hoping that if it is Modern Warfare 4, that they'll have a great game or something like that. But yeah, I think everyone's just kind of hoping that they kind of go back to the old Call of Duty formula a yep. bit. And I mean, especially like one of the biggest things people complained about when Black Ops 4 came out was the lack of the story, especially with no campaign. Yeah. And I don't know how they would tie in an MW4 storyline, but they could, I mean, they could come up with so many different ways to tie in the old characters. And I think it just get everyone excited again. And I mean, especially, I mean, the, I know the Battle Royale thing is so huge, and that's why Black yeah. Ops 4 had to try and make their own version. Yeah, everyone's um, trying to just kind of jump into that, it seems. Yeah, and, I mean, like, when I started playing Fortnite, I had no idea it was going to last this long. Like, yeah. I thought the trend was going to... I mean, PUBG was... I felt like it was that big when it came out, but its popularity died off pretty quick, but Fortnite just... I mean, every kid on planet Earth is playing Fortnite. Yeah, like, and I I think it's, I don't know, I've had mixed feelings about Fortnite. I was really kind of a fan of it and stuff when it first came out, just because yeah. it was so simple and it was like, no one like had the idea. It's like, oh, let's build things and stuff yeah. like that during it. So, but I think now that's at least pushed me away was that it's gotten so much more complicated, but... Yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt like I don't know which season it was that I finally kind of stopped playing it. But I think it was, I mean, building in a like a battle royale was like for me, like it was just for defense. Like it wasn't your first instinct. And like the games really like turned into uh, like a building type game. Yeah, that was the other thing. It kind of for me, what I didn't like too was all the build battles. Like, all right, let's drop 700 wood so I can shoot at the guy once. Yeah, it just I don't know. I mean, it takes a lot of talent and stuff, and I would never probably be able to do that, but it just, I don't know, not too. Yeah, I feel like in the beginning, like, it was, I mean, the skill gap now in Fortnite is crazy big, like, yeah. complete, between your professional players and then just the average player. Um, but, like, with Call of Duty with Blackout, that I was hoping they were going to do is, like, I know it's such an unpopular opinion, but I like when the skill gaps lower, like push more together. I know that leads to the people who are better at the game or grind the game more. They don't like that. They want to like see the rewards or their progress they get based on like how much they play the game. 
Yeah. But like with Blackout, they described it as kind of a fast paced uh, battle royale experience where you're always going to be in gunfights and all that. And even like with the vehicles, I can hop in games and like literally not find anyone. Yeah, it it really depends. I think when you go into a battle royale type of game and say, yeah, this is much more like fast paced. The only way you're going to ever have that is if you have a smaller map. Because with yeah. this, yeah, you have all these different ways to get around, but you could drive around as much as you want, still never see anyone. Yeah, like that's one thing I really give prop to in Fortnite is all the things they added into the game to make the gunfights come to you faster. Like they had yeah. the like the grapplers and the um, different things like that, whatever it is in season nine that you just fly around the map in some tube. Like, I, I don't even yeah, know I what even, that is. I don't even but, get it anymore. It's <laughs> but it's much. like, but they did that so you can get around the map super fast and engage in those gunfights. And I was really excited for blackout just for the reason of that. And then adding vehicles. And I just thought it was going to be some, it was almost going to feel like a campaign mission where it was like, there were so many things happening at once. It was just complete, just chaos. And that's kind of what I wanted just hop in. And it's, it's just in crazy insane. Like sometimes it is when you drop at places like firing range with yeah. the whole entire map, but it's like, I don't know. I think call of duty just needs to go back and make their formula like what it was before and just have have their identity as call of duty and just stay that and if new kids the younger generation doesn't like that then i don't know what they can do about that but i don't think they can keep changing their strategy and making it a different game than it's like not yeah i think some people just will never be pleased like there's people that like for me i never have a problem with it like I yeah. liked Black Ops Four. I liked World War Two. I like I like just Call of Duty gen- like games in general. So I don't usually have a problem with it each year. Like yeah. I bet fifty bucks, I'll like the next game that comes out and not have a problem playing it. It's just some of these kids are like they loved MW Two or COD Four stuff like that, and then if it's if it's not better than that, they just don't like it. Like it has to be better than their favorite game to, yeah. for them to even like it. It's like, yeah, know. yeah, I kind of agree with that because like Twitter, especially Reddit's even worse. I don't even look at the Call of Duty Reddit anymore because it's I look just at a competitive one. But yeah, if you go to the cat, if you go to the casual ones, it's it's just a complete just minefield of just people throwing insults at each other, and it's like. <laughs> Like, like you kind of said, like it has to be better than their favorite game. It, I mean, I mean the two, I'd be, I think the whole community can agree the two best games ever in our series based on like just popularity was MW2 and Black Ops 2. Yeah. And like both of those games, I mean, MW2 multiplayer was flawed, but it was flawed in the way that it was fun. Like sniper sniping was so easy on that game, but that didn't make it a bad experience for anyone. Like that made it a better experience. And the noob tubes, like, yeah, that would get annoying, but it was funny. Like it, it wasn't something that like impacted the game. And I think like people forget that, that those games weren't perfect either. They just tuned them in a way that made us forget about it. And it's also that the community has grown up and gotten older and they're moving on. I mean, today like with Fortnite, with how popular that is with all the colors and skins and all the stuff to keep you entertained like call of duty has to try to do that in some way to keep a constant stream of individuals wanting to play their game but i think sometimes they forget like who their true like base is and like you said you will always play the game no matter what it is like i think though there's a lot of people that have played the game for a long time that don't feel the same way. And I think they're going to have to do something like going back to the old strategy of just having a campaign, a multiplayer, and then a third mode to really just go back to their roots almost. And not to the roots like World War II. World War II was fun to me, um, but I think it went, it stripped the back to the game a lot farther than anyone was expecting. So yeah. it's like they listened to us, but... They, it's like the community wanted 
them to know what we were thinking the whole time. Yeah, it, I don't know. You got to really find a happy medium, I think, because yeah. what a lot of people are wanting, like I know, especially now, don't like biggest thing I've heard is like they don't want specialists, anything like that. But I think mm-hmm. what these companies are going for is they want that competitive scene as well with yeah. esports getting as big as they are. Like you can kind of tell that, I don't know, when Black Ops 4 kind of did its first little reveal, they were really trying to go towards like kind of an Overwatch look yeah. and stuff. You have your own kind of specialist. You can see your health. There's five players on each team, stuff yeah. like that. I think they're trying to use that and like make it more entertaining to watch for a competitive. And now like you'll have franchising for yeah. the esports side, which is a completely different thing. Yeah, but, I read about that. That's pretty crazy. I mean Yeah. I mean, I think it'll help grow the scene, but a lot of those they're gonna have to like kind of grandfather in some of these big orgs like Optic and Phase, I would say yeah. even a hundred thieves, Envy. Um because that's where the like that's where the fan bases are are in those big orgs i would say that they should get these new teams because they already signed like five of them i think it was for like cities it was like new york dallas i think was one of them yeah yeah well dallas that one um the owner of it was either envy or complexity okay one of the two had it i can't remember what one but they were gonna more kind of do that one. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of those they should maybe scrape together some of those other players that are like kind of deeper down. Because if you break a part of team like Optic or anything like that, that's just yeah, that's I don't know. Or even just get rid of it in general, or call them something else. It's like people know them as Optic. They're not gonna go cheer for them because they're like New York something or whatever. Yeah, I know. I I mean, I think it's cool because it definitely shows like um, how big the esports community is growing. I mean, again, comparing it back to Fortnite, because I think Fortnite changed a lot of how the gaming uh, scene is working nowadays. But like, I mean, have you ever seen a play? I mean, in my life, the only other player I can think that ever got as big as someone like Ninja was Nadeshot when uh optic won that tournament and uh nade shot was the biggest guy in the call of duty community there for a long time and he probably still is one of the biggest call of duty community members even though he's yeah even though he's not playing the the game much anymore but yeah he set the tone for how uh esports and organizations should be run and even treated too like he was the first i'm pretty sure he was the first to get like a red bull sponsorship and stuff like that so you got these people playing video games getting sponsored by big companies yeah red bull stuff like that and now look at it yeah like gamestop nissan i mean his 100 thieves organization i remember when he was first starting that and he was talking about the investments he was getting from like the cleveland cavaliers owner he got like a million dollars worth of investments and i'm like it's just crazy how big it got from a point where you'd meet with kids on PSN or Xbox live and like come together as a group. And now it's to the point where these guys are legit getting paid contracts to play these games. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy how big it's gotten, especially with like, even like schools, universities offering, like they do esports teams for their schools for certain games. Well, colleges, like high schools, even, We'll do yeah. it. I know it's mainly bigger with like kind of universities and stuff like that, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how they play it. I was seeing things about like a draft or something like that. Like, that, that would be I don't crazy. Know. It, I really think they should keep their bigger organizations and their better teams together, get them like franchised spots, and then yeah. take maybe the teams that aren't doing as well, kind of the younger teams and stuff like that and maybe either just take the whole team and move it to like wherever like kind of city team would take them or 
I don't know how much people would like the whole idea of a draft because yeah, I, I mean, mean that <laughs> I, I'm just kind of thinking of a like a like when you set up like an NBA my GM save and you do a fantasy draft and all of a sudden you just have like the best players and that would be crazy. But like you said, I don't think people would like breaking up big teams like that. Yeah, but I think, I think they're going to lose a lot of viewers yeah. and stuff like that if they kind of do that because yeah. I know from what I've heard right now, like people like Slasher and I think it was Crim Six or Scump. Um, mm-hmm. One of the two, they're really kind of concerned about um, what they're going to do with those franchising yeah. spots. But they also I mean, need, I think, to have a they need to have a good way for amateur players to be able to get to that pro level. Yeah, because with like sports nowadays, you'll have high school, college, like professional, like whether that be NBA, NFL, stuff yeah. like that. Now it's kind of, I don't know, it's getting better, I think. They have like the open brackets now at Call of Duty events. But I mean, it seemed like this year especially, there was a kind of a burst of a whole bunch of new talent stuff with Midnight, Accelerate. Yeah. Teams like those. I think like especially how um, everyone, I mean, looks at it right now. I mean, I really like... uh, I mean, Twitter's a great place for all the Call of Duty things in general. Um, but how kids are really promoting their clips and moving from uh, teams growing up, getting bigger. I, I really think the smaller organizations have a great um, like deal and how much spotlight their players get. And I think it's really important that, like you said, that these smaller teams and smaller players uh, s- somehow can break through the scene because... I know there's some clips I've seen that are absolutely insane. And it's like, it's this kid that isn't even part of anything. And he's just playing by himself with his friends. And it's like, there's so many of those kids. And I think, again, that's why I think Call of Duty is great. Cause I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's boasting to say, cause I didn't really play any other games when I was a kid, but Call of Duty kind of started that, that, like community teamwork, team-based, clan-based thing. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know a game before that that really started that way. I mean, you'd hop in lobbies back in World at War and you'd get a six-man team that all had the same gamer tag. Like, yeah, or even like clan tag, stuff like that. There was kind of a easy way for for players to be kind of identified. I mean, it was limited to four characters, but still. You could all I mean, identify people together. People would change their gamer tag and stuff so it was this and then their username and yeah stuff but i mean like like you said back on black ops 4 how they went to um like when they were revealing everything you could tell they're going for a more esports direction like i mean you can look at all the pieces they've added and direct that to other games like he's i mean the specialist like you said could be overwatch it can they could have also pulled those ideas from um Rainbow Six, and yeah, then with the League of Legends, yeah, with the healing systems and everything, making that way more tactical. And, um, I mean, they're obviously it's obviously working for a select a select community because I mean the fran they announce franchises, esports is getting bigger, so it's obviously working these changes they're making for the competitive scene. I just don't know if that in the long run is really what the game needs to focus on. Um, especially with the majority of their fan base being just casual players. And I think, I think teams are like games like overwatch and league of legends. They can really more focus on that stuff. Like the kind of whole competitive scene and how they want their like scheduling for events where call of duty, I think would be able to do the same thing but not right now because right now they're releasing a new game every year. And that's, I think their problem, but it also, I know, I guess is helping them too, because then they have a bad one. It's like, Oh, we've got next year, stuff like that, where league of legends is going to be the same game. Like basically every time. I mean, I don't, I've never played league of legends, but, but yeah, no, I get to get what you're saying. 
Yeah. That's, that's always something like the community has talked about. When is the point that Call of Duty is going to stop doing every single year releases? And I mean, like, like you said, you're going to buy the game every single year. Like you love the game. You're going to buy it. And there's so many people like that. And it's like, they see how much money they can make every year from releasing a game. And that's why I don't know if they'll ever change from that method. It'd be cool to see in the future, like all three studios working on a game together. I think that would be something interesting or Raven getting their own chance to make a game because Modern Warfare Remastered, I mean, was pretty impressive, even though it was just a like rewrite, but yeah, it was still well made. And I mean, like the the whole esports thing again. I think I've I've probably tweeted this out before because <laughs> people, but I've always said that like Ninja started started the trend of making esports the like when you go into gaming, you're you're becoming a professional. You're getting ready. You're like training up to be a professional player. As it was before, like you'd have some kid in your friend group or you'd find online that was super good and they were the ones playing the game super seriously. But a main percentage of the community was just casual. But I feel like with just, again, Fortnite's rise, like there's so many professionals that are streaming every single day and like every kid wants to be that. And that's really changed like how these games are being marketed and being produced. Um, Especially like even in, not even like Call of Duty or first-person shooter games. Like uh, Bethesda is releasing Rage 2 this week sometime. And they've changed that game to make it more uh, directed towards speedrunners and directed towards these challenges. And it's I think it's funny because even a game like that that doesn't have a background in like a professional scene, it's just supposed to be like just an arcade shooter, is now tweaking their game to make it more enticing to streamers to play and speed run and people to get to be the best at. Yeah. I think they kind of, they really are trying to branch out and make themselves different because a lot of team or games right now are focusing on that esports, competitive stuff like that. They don't really focus much on their single player um, stuff like that. Or even like you said, making it so you can speed run it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much you'd want to speed run a call of duty campaign. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of weird, but um, yeah, I I was kind of thinking that two of the things I think that call of duty developers should do in regards to esports that would, I think make it a little more successful or maybe it's just stuff I want to see. I don't know, but um, I mean, the first thing is they need to stop changing things during the middle of the game. Yeah. Like, what was it? It was like the divisional play or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, And they just finished like division a and then like the very next or like during that week they changed, like they released an update and stuff and then swordfish kind of became the new meta. And it's like, really they're right in the middle of playing it, but I think they need to spend more time on, kind of their weapons and make it so that they're not going to change it. I can see a few tweaks here and there, but all these players have to like relearn the whole game. It seems like, or that's what they kind of always say, but yeah, Treyarch, especially with this game, I feel like they've changed things after release, like super drastically for a lot of things. And, uh, I mean, and also one of the biggest problems I had with Black Ops 4 is it just wasn't ready to be released when they released it. And I think yeah. everyone's probably said that by now. But, like, I uh, I play zombies a lot. Like, I'm, I'm a big zombies guy. And, like, we have... At the reveal, they announced all these cool new modes that they're adding to zombies. And it's May 11th, and they still haven't released some of them yet. They're like, oh, we're still working on it. Like, don't, don't you worry. It's like, (laughs) and it's like all the people that were playing your game at the beginning have left and like, they're not going to come back to play anymore. They're waiting for the next call of duty game. Everyone's kind of waiting for that announcement. And I'm guessing they're waiting till E3 
to announce it. Oh, yep. But I mean, because usually they would at least announce something by now, but I'm guessing they're going to wait to just basically show us everything and do it like a big Treyarch Black Ops 4 style, like release celebration um, to yeah. get, get to get the community excited again. Cause yeah. I mean, I've been, I played, I think the most black or like zombies that I played was black ops two. Yeah. And there, I really liked it now mm-hmm. when I play it and I don't play it that much anymore for this reason. It just, like it's so much like yeah. you have all these custom classes and stuff like that. And uh, I don't even know what to add, but see, it's, it's crazy because it's like, I, I a hundred percent see where you're coming from. And every time a new map releases, it's like, <laughs> it takes a good three days for me to figure out like where the hell to even go. But yeah. I mean, it, it all changed in black ops three, especially like, Black Ops 3 is to me was a fantastic game. I mean, the campaign was complete tragedy, tragedy. It was bad. It was super yeah, bad. I played that right? one. So, we don't even I didn't even finish it. I don't even care. All right. I know it's bad. But like uh the zombies mode especially was they they really directed the story and they really wanted to get you entwined and I, they lifted us to this point of we were all so excited for the next map release and then the ending came out and everyone was like, was that it? Like we waited 10 years <laughs> for that. <laughs> like that was awful. And I almost feel like they like they saw that reaction of like how bad their ending was and they just brought back all this garbage that we didn't want for Black Ops 4. And then it's like, like you said, you hop in and you're like, what the hell is going on? Like... <laughs> There's creative classes to get Pack-A-Punch. You have to go on some just mission to Africa to go get it instead of just walking up and getting it. Like it's insane. And like, I don't mind it. I like, I kind of like it. That is kind of crazy, but that's not, again, going back to the roots of the game. And I think that's really what they need to do. And like, just make a camp, make a solid story. Infinity Ward always makes a pretty dang good story. All their stories have been, even Infinite Warfare, if I do so say it was a good campaign. That was probably the only good part of that game. I only played like half of that, but going back to like the zombies thing, just what I was thinking was that I think like with all of it, all that new stuff and whatever, with so much being in the game, it just seems like a lot and it kind of drives away new players Yeah, because they go in and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. There's so much like stuff to learn and just stuff like that. I think, yeah, I know the thing I like the most about, well, especially Black Ops 2 Zombies, because that's what I played the most, was, I mean, like you said, the story, how it's like you kind of play it, you get like a little more story, but then you'd like be looking forward to that next DLC to come out and it's like, oh, what does this add to it? Stuff like that. But yeah, uh, I it, it was just a hard spot. I mean, Call of Duty if you like it or not in the community's eyes has been mediocre for many years now. Yeah. Their releases have been, I mean, I like black ops Four. I'll go play the zombies. I'll play blackout every now and then, but it's not like again, bringing it back to black ops two, where I would come home and play that after school every single day with my friends. Like I, I can't really do that with this game. And I don't know if that's just me because I'm getting older and I don't want to grind a freaking Call of Duty game anymore. Or if it's yeah. something that Call of Duty can actually do to keep me intrigued. To keep I playing. Know, the, the, only, the only reason I'm still playing it, really, well, the multiplayer, is that I've always wanted to get to the Master Prestige and I've yeah. never like gotten there so that I'm trying to do it with this game. I was going to try to get it with World War II, but it uh-huh. just, I think I got like midsummer in it. Actually, no, I got, I played it a little bit in October, but I'm like, this sucks. Or no, it wasn't <laughs> October. It was like August or September. Anyways, I was like prestige seven, whatever, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. So now that's not really the only reason I'm still playing it. Yeah. Um, I'm like prestige eight level 30 something. And, but yeah, I just, I am, I feel like I I'm getting burned not out even prestiged it. and I'm level 55. Haven't even prestiged once, but <laughs> <laughs> but it it's 
Yeah, like you said, getting burnt out. I, I don't know if it's, again, like I've said before, that it's because they're releasing a game every single year. Like, I mean, Fortnite, again, bringing it back to Fortnite, if, if, you, if you like the game or not, it changed so many things, especially expectations on how gamers expect things. One of the yeah. biggest things, um, I, talk, I talked about at the very beginning of the intro, that my most viewed video was me protecting Black Ops 4 from this guy tweeting out and everything. And uh, it was during the beta. And I don't know if you know who he is, but Eight Thoughts, all right, made a video about uh, Black Ops 4 literally in the first hour that the beta came out on how tragic it was and how everyone shouldn't waste their money on it. And I remember just like just making a video talking about, hey, we should give this game a chance. Like that we're not going to know what needs to be changed. They're not going to know what needs to be changed if we just hate on it all the time. And like with all the mediocre games that we've had in a row, the community's just kind of in that point where if it's not 100% perfect, then it's just complete garbage to them. Yeah, and it's, especially when it's the beta. Yeah, it's and like, that, it's the whole like, reason they're releasing this is so that people can play it, get an idea of what it's going to be like. And they and can fix they all can, the problems. Yeah, they can edit it. I didn't. I honestly didn't like it at first. I'm like, this is way too fast paced. But I mean, obviously, yeah. going from World War II to that, it was to Big be different. But I still like look forward to it. Like, I couldn't yeah. wait until I got the like game and actually played it. Yeah, it's just ah, uh, it just sucks because I mean. Like I've, this was the first ever game. Call of Duty was the first ever series I actually like got into. Like back on the PS3, I would just play a bunch of random garbage, but I never actually got into a series. And when I got, my friend got me Black Ops 2 and I just played the crap out of that game. And I love the Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty series and I'm going to buy every single one too. But it's like when you like love a game this much, and everything you do, like you're making videos on it, you're talking about it with your friends, you're playing with your friends on it. And then it's like one little thing, like especially in the zombie side of the community, like the Reddit just fights all day over like the text they use in the zombies mode. And I'm like, <laughs> why is that? Like out of all the things we can be complaining about, we're complaining about how they photoshopped things. Like, yeah, they... <laughs> They, I think people today have really gotten kind of, I don't know, they want things to be exactly how they want. And that kind of goes way back to when we were talking about comparing it to, oh, like MW2 is my favorite. So it's like, if it's not better than MW2, I'm not going to like it. People just, yeah. I think they need to realize like, well, first of all, how much work goes into putting this game together. So much and, work, I know. And second, like just how far video games have come since yeah. like in the past just even 10 years. Yeah, like to the point we we're talking about where we have franchise cities that will have their own Call of Duty esports organization. Like yeah. the gaming has grown so much from the point where you could upload a six second video on your YouTube channel about throwing a tomahawk across the map. And those guys would get 300k views. Like the gaming has progressed so much. And like you said, if it's not like their favorite game, they're not going to like it. And yeah. Black Ops I, 4, I think, took a big risk. And I applaud them for actually taking a risk compared to just playing it safe. They tried to add new things. They tried to completely change up the Call of Duty system. Did it work? Probably not. But... I would rather see them at least give me something new than just play another mediocre World War II game. I mean, that's where I came from on the game. Yeah, they really, I know, people, I don't know if they realize this, but the game kind of developers, so Treyarch, whoever is making the next one, is it Infinity Ward? Yeah. Yeah, they need to realize that they kind of have two choices. They can either go more towards an eSports side which is the way they've kind of been moving or they can go like with what the fans want and stuff like that which yeah i don't know i think they're but definitely going to go the esports side because there's more money with it and you can tell so like everyone doesn't want the specialists and whatnot yeah. in the next game well that adds that like extra level of 
entertainment and stuff like that for viewers yeah people might not like it because you get dropped by a tempest twice in a game or something like that <laughs> yeah it, it i don't know it's i think to level it out and people like give teams more of a chance because like let's say you're down by i don't know 60 points or something in hard point and like you need to get into the hill it's like well like you have a war machine and you can just pop off into that and that kind of that can completely change the game. So yeah. I think it's more so that teams don't just get steamrolled and that there's more of a, like a, I don't know, I'd say excitement factor. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said with the excitement factor, like, uh, I mean, it's a lot, it's more fun to watch when you go into a game, uh, knowing like, at any moment, the landscape of the game can change just depending on like who has their specialist ready, who got a score streak and all that. I mean, before, I mean, you could just get mowed down. Kid would come on like on Black Ops 2 with an M8A7 and an MP7 and just <laughs> kill everyone. Like he could just do it by himself. One man wrecking crew. Yeah. And like you said, there's so much more money right now going into esports. And I think there's a big silent majority that the community doesn't think exists that really like um, the direction Call of Duty is going into to make it more of a competitive style game. Um, I don't feel like those people you ever hear from those people, but they're, they're definitely out there somewhere because there's kids playing. There's thousands of kids playing Black Ops 4 every single day. So, I mean, they're going to. One of the only ways I can see that they can actually kind of cater to both is really um, almost make a ranked multiplayer a separate like tab in the whole game. Like make make ranked oh. a place like where the professional players go and you get special rewards for playing in there. So I, I don't know, like make make it like Rainbow Six in a sense where you have just a casual playlist where everyone's screwing the hell around. But I don't know how Call of Duty would react to that at all. I, like, again, well, that's, I mean, kind of what they have right now. Yeah. I mean, but it depends, though, if it would be a completely separate thing, like, like, we'll use specialists, for example, like if they weren't if in their ranked version, they had specialists in their other version, they didn't. Yeah. But then the only thing is, is that. Like then you could only you get better kinda, with them in the ranked mode, and then that would cause cause have, some problems. Yeah, too. you have to grind instead of just playing it to like work on simple things like shooting straighter or whatnot. You have yeah. to play that. I mean, I guess you can go into the casual kind of thing, but you you would have to play that kind of ranked. It just, I mean, it goes back to the point on how the gaming community has changed. Because I feel like before, if you got into a lobby on like domination on black ops 2 and you got in a you got in a team that was just killing you left and right they knew where to go they were calling things out to each other and you would but you would just leave like you just leave the match whatever go back and play another game like it didn't matter if there were teams like sweating it out or tryharding or whatever like no one cared like i feel like the community now is at the point where it's like all right, on one side, it's all the casual players who think the Call of Duty competitive, competitive gaming in general is just a waste of time. And then you got the complete opposite spectrum that's like, these guys are just like, I just want to practice my skills on someone who's not also a professional. And like with the point that I made that um, separating it into two, like again, like you said, you'd have to go grind a certain playlist to against other like top level talent and it's just difficult like how the whole spectrum has changed with esports becoming the forefront of gaming and like i mean my dad will see news stories on the news about uh like fortnite and esports and and it's like no one no one ever knew that before and it's like it's so much it's such a big uh like just monetary value now that the games are going to have to keep kind of pushing in that direction. I mean, even if it kind of hurts their overall communities, like um, opinions on the game, they'll probably keep going in that direction just because on how much money is involved. Oh yeah. In. They're definitely going to keep going that way. Cause I can, 
I don't think it'll be here in like maybe a year or two, but I think definitely down the road, we're going to have specific channels talking about this stuff like ESPN, like anything like that. We're going to have like different games going on throughout the night or like day or week, basically like football on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, I mean, they're doing that now. I just don't think like, it's not to the call of duty. It's it's not not enough. Yeah. I, de- I think it definitely could. Um, I again, <laughs> I hate bringing up Fortnite because I hate that game right now and I do not play it. But they did so many things right. And like their competitive like pop-up player cups that they did, um, like where they had the uh, like winter, I don't even remember what those were called, but everyone oh, would be off the, yeah, the skirmishes. The they skirmishes, would be off yeah. the game watching that like every player like they had hundreds of thousands of people watching that on twitch not not like call of duty where it has about eighty thousand people they are having about five hundred thousand people watching those games yeah or even ninja too when he did his first like a ninja vegas or whatever i remember tuning into that and seeing because it was kind of the first it seemed like event or whatever for competitive Fortnite, and there was i think he peaked at like six hundred thousand people yeah, it's Watching. crazy. Like there's there's so many examples that have done it well and I think instead of being instead of Call of Duty being scared of being compared to those things, I think they need to really research and embrace those things cuz yeah. obviously people like it or they wouldn't the, be spending $20 on a skin. Like my goodness yeah. gracious. The biggest difference I feel like with a, a lot of these esports games that are doing a lot more successful is just the fact that um, they only have that game where, like I said, Call of Duty comes out every year. I think for Call of Duty to be successful in esports, they need to embrace that more. Yeah. A little bit. But yeah, they, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> no, I, no, I get it. Like they need to they need to look at it more as if they did just have one game that they were constantly updating and they used all the i mean i don't know how many studios activision has working on call of duty but it's it's a lot and it's yeah. like if they had all of them working on one updating one and all those ideas coming together cuz each i mean sledgehammer treyarch and infinity ward all do one part of their game really well and it's like, why not take all the parts together and just make one fantastic yeah. game? And in the long run, they would actually make more money than releasing one game a year. And yeah, you might like actually having kids spend $60 on a game instead of thinking every game should be free. The only thing then with that is that, like, I can see the releasing. You'd have to keep releasing it each year because then, like you said, the whole, like, I think you said Infinity Ward has got a very good campaign. Treyarch, I I don't know if people would be mad at this, but has a very good multiplayer overall, I think. Yeah. And then, I don't know, Sledgehammer's just kind of there. Um, <laughs> they can provide moral support. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I don't know, you can't, with Call of Duty especially, if they're going to have people making campaigns, you're going to have to make a new game every year. Where, yeah. like, overwatch and league of legends i don't think they have campaigns or anything like that no i don't think so yeah so they don't have that problem but that's what call of duty has been that's what i think they should continue to do i don't think i think that keeping the campaign out this year was probably not a good idea because that's what i would always play but yeah i mean at the beginning i thought it was um I didn't know there is that huge of a chunk in the community that would really hate the game that much before it even came out because there's no campaign. I didn't know there's that many people that existed, but it's like you said, Overwatch and League of Legends don't have the problem because they never started their game with a campaign, but that's where Call of Duty was founded on. That was their, that's their original roots. I mean, everyone, I mean, Black Ops 2's campaign was fantastic with multiple... I mean, I think oh, they, yeah. could, they could change campaign of what we think of it to make more people playing it to, so it would seem worth to them to make if they added more elements to make it like a branching storyline. 
if we had different endings in Call of Duty, like that would change the outcome. I think that would be crazy. And then you'd have people playing it multiple times. Oh, trying yeah, to do what, different things. That's what I did with Black Ops 2. Like as soon as I found out there was like, oh, I could have done this at that point. Um, or like you have the mission where it's like you're back in, I don't know, was it Panama or something like that? And you end up shooting Mason. Spoiler. But oh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. spoiler. If that's it's a been spoiler like by now. Five or six years <laughs> too at least. Late. You're too late. <laughs> yeah. It, stuff like that. Like I ended up shooting him in the head just because I'm like, you know, screw it. But and yeah. then when I find out you could have actually like saved him, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, but, I yeah, think I, like. Oh, something like one of the great uh, branching storyline games that I enjoyed playing was Until Dawn. I loved okay. playing that game. And basically, anyone out there, if you haven't played it, it's it's just this horror game. But every single like minor decision changes the outcome. And there's hundreds of outcomes you can get for that game. Isn't that the one and- with... Don't, aren't you in like a cabin in the woods or something like that? Yeah, and, and there's a killer. With you and- yeah, and, you, and you're trying to save everyone. That's the goal. But- <laughs> <laughs> I watched this other guy that was, what was his name? Oh, Call Me Kevin. Okay. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't heard of him. Oh, I would say look him up and watch his Until watch his- <laughs> He just he does not care. He like tries to, like people... He tries to get his like group members to hate him and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, the one I watched was uh, a channel called Berlizzi. and okay, and he, he's crazy because he went through his whole series to the last episode. Everyone was alive, and everyone was hella surprised. They're like, "No way, he's made it this far. No one's died yet." And in the last five minutes, again, spoilers if anyone doesn't know how it ends but you make this decision on whether to catch the house on fire to kill all the monsters inside or try to Uh, run out. And everyone thinks if you run out, you're going to get caught and you're going to die. So everyone turns on the light switch and it blows up the house and he killed all (laughs) five of them in the last minute of the game. (laughs) But I like, it doesn't even have to be to that scale, but I think it'd be super cool if Call of Duty could try to do something like that. Yeah. Cause usually most like of the campaigns, like I know world war two, I mean, I thought it was okay. Um, I only played through that once where Black Ops 2, I remember playing it through at least three times. Yeah, exactly. It just, it was a lot more enjoyable, I think. So I think they need to go that way with their campaign. Yeah, like keep, keep what, again, keep the roots of Call of Duty. Make, make your war story campaign, but make it so like I thought black ops four taking out the campaign wasn't really going to hurt because I was thinking like, I only play the campaign once anyway. Like I'm not going to come back and play this mode constantly and to have a whole team working on it. Um, but to have a whole team working on it and then keep adding all these different little pieces to make me play the campaign two, three, four times to try to change my ending or try to find this Easter egg or, I mean, there's so many little things they they can do to keep to keep their identity as Call of Duty, but to also change it to keep people playing year after year and between the DLCs. Because like right now, I mean, for me at least, it's just a dry patch in content. Like yeah. we're just kind of waiting for that next operation to happen. And it's That's- like it's cool what they tried to do with like the battle pass sort of thing, um, but for like I would consider myself a very casual player. Like I get on and play for a few hours and that's pretty much it. That, that battle pass is so hard to level up. It's actually kind of crazy. Like it takes so long to level that thing up and it's oh, like with the tiers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. The tier system. I, I don't know. I never, I guess I never really paid much attention to it. I just kind of would play the game and focus on my level and prestige and stuff. And yeah, like I'd be playing with my friends and be like, Oh yeah, I'm only like tier 17. I'm like, I'm like tier 60 or something like that. And it's like, I don't, I just play the game. I don't know how. Yeah. but <laughs> It's like, again, that's pretty much what it is. Like, I think they've confirmed somewhere on their Twitter that that's how you like people ask them, like, how can I rank this up faster? It takes so long. And they're like, yeah. we made it, we made it even for everyone. So it's not based on your gameplay. It's just based on how long you play. Yeah. And it's like, 
but then it's like, oh, then they entice me with those microtransactions. Those characters, dude, like the amount of amount of money I wasted on <laughs> Fortnite on characters. And uh, like, yeah. I still have my pre-order bonus on Black Ops 4 of COD points and I haven't used them. They're still oh, sitting there. It's <laughs> DLC 2, almost 3. Still haven't even used my pre-order bonus yet. They're sitting there. Yeah, I think the only... <laughs> The only like stuff I've ever like actually paid money for to get something like that in the game was the um, CWL camel packs with oh, yeah. World War II. Oh man, those <laughs> I I had to get those. <laughs> I think they they definitely would have had my money if they released those. See, but and that's they, that's they something that did. World War II did so well. I thought was. When they released those DLC weapons and drops, you could spend your whatever it was called, like points, bits, or whatever you get. Yeah, just playing the game by just playing the game, and you could get the tiers to get the weapons and stuff. I thought they did that super well, and I kind of expected that to come back, but I was surprised they didn't do it that way. Um, But I think, what is it? You get the new weapons if you have the Black Ops Pass. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, I think, I don't, know, I don't look at it too much, but it just reminds me of Fortnite, where if you have the battle pass, you're going to get a lot more stuff. You're going to yeah. get something every tier or whatever, where if you don't have it, you'll get something maybe every like five tiers or whatever. Yeah. But. Now, last thing here was, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but um, Call of Duty Zombies did this stream the other day talking about the future, um, especially with they've confirmed that the storyline is in fact ending this time in the fourth DLC. Um, But they were talking about how Call of Duty is going to extend their content past the next Call of Duty games release. And they're actually going to do a second season of content. And I was not really sure how that was going to work, especially with a new Call of Duty game releasing like everyone's going to go jump on that at least at the beginning to see if it's good or not and they're talking about how between their game between their Treyarch games now they're going to have more DLCs releasing so they're going to have to actually have a second season so we're going to have two DLC seasons going on at the same time so they're okay so like let's say Modern Warfare 4 comes out yeah they're Treyarch is still going to be releasing uh, DLCs. DLCs for Black Ops 4. Yeah, at least for zombies. <laughs> They've confirmed that for zombies. They said they're going to see re- that. I'd be fine with that for zombies and stuff like that, but it was like. But they um, kind of explained it as like a second Black Ops pass. And I'm like, then that would include the whole rest of the game. And it's yeah, like, how I, are they going to. They're going to compete with their own company on releasing DLCs. Uh, it just kind of seemed yeah, over the top. It, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the. Oh, is it? I saw a meme or something like that where it was talking about how Sledgehammer was still releasing stuff like new weapons and stuff like that. For <laughs> they did release World a camo not too long ago. Yeah, and then some person had the quote from the Avengers and was like, "Some people move on, but not us." <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but like they're seriously considering setting up their game that way, and it's. I don't know how that would work. Like, especially if Modern Warfare 4 releases, and that's actually what it is, and they release yeah. the MW2 or remastered, like they said they're going to. Like, I don't know what that's all about. Like, I don't know if that's real or not. Like, so many people are I talking think it's about real, it. But I've heard things like that they weren't going to have a campaign in it, or it was I heard it's just the it. campaign. That's what I was going to say was that it was either they weren't going to have a campaign or they weren't going to have multiplayer. I think it was multiplayer actually was yeah. that they weren't going to have because then people were like, well, why play it? Cause you just get the campaign and that's it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're just Call trying to make more money. Rough spot. Yeah. Make more money. I mean, if they actually do MW4, I mean, I, again, I'm going to pre-order it no matter kind of what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm going to do it too, but, But it's for the community point that it'll be interesting to see where they go because the Call of Duty community might be the most toxic community on the internet. I think Rocket League is close too, but I think (laughs) Call of Duty takes it. Yeah, like, and I don't think that's a bad thing because everyone cares. Like, everyone cares about the game so much that they get so upset about it when other people talk about it. But 
it's it's yeah. going to be interesting. Like you said, it, they're going to really have to up the level because people are going to be like, if it's not as good, like if they say I'm, we're releasing Modern Warfare 4 and they say something like the campaign is going to be like actually in the Modern Warfare storyline, then people are going to have such high expectations and that's yeah. always dangerous. And you're never going to please everyone. That's the problem. I don't think people realize that. Yeah, you're always going to have people that are going to think it's the worst game ever and stuff like that. Like I people were saying how they didn't like Black Ops 4 and stuff like that. And I'm like, I this is the most fun I've had in like a Black Ops game since. Yeah, I know. Black Ops 2, but the multiplayer and especially the different modes they add in like uh, infected and gun game. And I like how they rotate them. It's kind of cool how they do that. Prop hunt. (laughs) I honestly, I first time I played that was Modern Warfare Remastered, and I'm like, "What is going (laughs) on?" Like I get flashed all of a sudden. I'm like, "Is someone hacking?" Yeah, I know. And everyone's like, "Dude, they're right there." There's a whistle, bro. And I'm like, "I can't (laughs) see anything there." (laughs) I like see, and and again, that's a good mix for their community to have just just some random fun game modes like that. Like just yeah. to come on and play with your friends. Yeah, because be- that's that's more of the casual. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, and it's like again, like the whole point of this episode of this podcast, guys, was basically they need to go back to their roots, make the game their identity as Call of Duty. Go back, make a campaign, make a multiplayer. If they want to go the esports direction, which is pretty much confirmed at this point, then go that direction. Who cares? But Full make sign. your make yeah make your game Call of Duty, and if you want to go the esports direction, just come out and say it. So at least the community knows that's your plan. I think that's the that's the biggest problem with Call of Duty is compared to any other game, we get zero transparency with anything. It's like, and I think, and that's also kind of why I got into it because especially with zombies, they don't like to tell us anything at all. <laughs> like we have to figure out everything by ourselves, yeah. and. It's like, just come out and say, this is our direction of the game. This is what we're going to do. And, you know, again, I'll buy the game. So uh, you just got that that's what it's all about. Just selling copies of the game. And again, the community is going to make the game seem way worse than it is. They always do. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, especially if they release Modern Warfare 4. But I think it'd be even more interesting if they don't release that and we get Ooh. some different. We're gonna which, get, I think people are going to be mad if they don't. Yeah, which at this point, like you said, I think they're going to be royally pissed if it's not MW4. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely will be. <laughs> everyone's expecting it to be the saving grace, but I just think it would be the funniest thing if they came out and it was Infinite freaking Ghost 2. 2. Infinite Warfare 2, Ghost 2. <laughs> I, I, I would die. Like, <laughs> that, that would be so funny. Or Sledgehammer inter- comes out and they're like, World War 2, 2. <laughs> 2, World War 2, 2, boy. It's actually World War 4. <laughs> World War 4, we skipped 3. Yeah. Moving on to World War 4. <laughs> There's so many places they could go with it, but I think everyone knows where they're going to go with it. Yeah. And everyone, I mean... Fortnite's gonna die eventually, guys. It's got to. <laughs> like every game dies, <laughs> but Fortnite is not dying. It's been two years. Has it actually been two years? Year and a half, uh, maybe. I think it's, it's close a- to it's close to two years. Like this fall or something. I started playing it like it was October of 2017. So it's yeah, I, getting close. <laughs> but it's like it's season nine, and that thing has more yeah. viewers than ever. Like, die, please. Give it. I honestly. Give other I games thought a it chance. was dead. <laughs> I was gonna try to form a like a blackout team because I thought that was the next kind of thing. Yeah. Because I'm like Fortnite's just gonna die, but now I'm like starting to move back into that. It's like well, maybe I should pick up some Fortnite players because it. I don't know. I think with season nine, just without how much people talked about it, that's kind of what made me realize it's like oh, it's not as dead as I thought it was. Yeah, it's. But, it's kind of crazy how they generate that much interest, especially around the DLC season. Yeah. Like, like you said, 
everyone on Twitter is talking about freaking season nine. I'm like, stop, yeah. dude. Stop <laughs> talking about the pump being vaulted. I don't care. Mute <laughs> but it's season like, nine, mute Fortnite. Yeah, but like it's that. like it's like any other game does not get that much hype around DLC. And I don't know how they do it, to be completely honest, because I don't think they're doing anything like very special like they with their DLC have, releases. Well, it's easier for Fortnite because they have like a map and stuff like that, and they can kind of tease things throughout their season for the next yeah. season, where Call of Duty, it's like, I don't know, it's what are map. you going to do? You're gonna, yeah. How are you going to tease like a new specialist or something like that? Yeah. I can maybe see ways that you would, but... It's not as not as much of a hype as Fortnite would be. Yeah, and it's like even all the Fortnite guys that I follow on Twitter that are like, I'm done. Season eight, trash. I'm done playing it. And then season nine, first day, they have a video out on it. I'm like, okay, guys, relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> But it'll be interesting to see what Call of Duty does, and it'll be, again, I'll be here to play it. So, Same. I mean, that, I mean, that's basically it. So... I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Visual Glitch Podcast first episode. I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to do it once a week. If this is the only video that ever comes out, I apologize. But uh, I'm going to try to get different people in each week so you guys can look forward to that. And we'll just talk talk like this. Talk about some random garbage. That's going on in the community. Um, But anyway, if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to subscribe on YouTube if you're listening to on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple, subscribe there as well. And hit that follow button if you're listening on Spotify. I I don't know if it's going to be on all three of those either. But YouTube, it's definitely on because you're listening to it right now. All right? So again, thank you to our sponsors that I said at the beginning for allowing this podcast to be possible. And I'll be sure to see you all again on next week's show there we go through the lisp and all um but anyway peace